Hey guys, you are listening to Everybody's Favorite Nobody, the podcast where the topics matter by someone who doesn't. Me. I'm the nobody. (laughs) We, we, we is the term because you guessed it, we got another guest on the hot pod today. Ugh, I could just go on for years about the splendor and beauty and radiance of our guest, um, but I won't. <laughs> so we're just going to introduce her crusty ass. It is... I wanted you to say nice things about me. <laughs> and I said that I would maybe, maybe roast you a little. But uh, we've got Lindsay on the pod. Hi. At the Diva Lynn. At the Diva Lynn's. Follow, we're, like, subscribe. Like an LNS, like and subscribe. <laughs> um, Lindsay. Hi, David. We, uh... My I'm, sweet cherub. That's me. That's what everyone calls me. We have a lot to discuss today. Oh, we're going we're gonna to dive into the nitty gritty of this crusty city. And well, Los Angeles? Actually, yes. Because huh? <laughs> we're aware we have gone through some shit. Yeah, we have. Um, but before we get into it, we like to start off here, here at the pod uh-huh. with my squad. We do something we like to call kiss or diss. Okay, I'm interested. Um, <laughs> you need to be because so far <laughs> every episode we have completely dissed every person. Oh, I'm pretty easy to kiss though, so oh, we'll see. She's a little salute. <laughs> I didn't say it. <laughs> um, I actually did not prepare in advance. For this, <laughs> but luckily the first I feel the love. the first screenshot that I just whipped up, okay. uh, I think will be great for us to dive in. So you're you're reading. So I will be reading a prompt and the response from a Hinge profile that I screenshotted. <laughs> Team Hinge, and we will decide if based off this response, would we date or not? Okay. This person. Okay, I'm ready. Are you ready? I've trained for this actually. Yeah, this is a this is a very interesting one. <laughs> okay. So, the prompt is the one thing you should know about me is and this person's response to make a long fucking story short, I put a whole bag of jelly beans up my ass and this is 24 hours later and I ain't found none yet. <laughs> This is a podcast that you can't see my face with my jaw on the board. I'll not be dating this man. Hey, this could also be a woman. Listen. Or a here, woman, but... Here, gender is out. Gender is 2019. Well, gender's over. Gender's been over. We've known this. I've been saying this for decades. Uh-huh. But I will not go out with whoever that is. <laughs> no? Why are they putting jelly beans up their butt? Well, okay. The jelly beans could easily be... They could have some kind of um, no. cocaine, <laughs> drugs. No. Um, in a in a pinch, first of all, let's let's talk about the resourcefulness of the pouch that is this ass that was mm. able to store a bag, not like single jelly beans. Actually, wait. Let's. I am concerned about one thing. What? The bag open. Wait, they're in a bag. Is it? I put I a whole it. bag of jelly beans up my ass. Well, now I, have a, I do have a question okay. for this person, and it's why. Why? Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's probably a story behind it, and that's what I'm interested in. For because sure. Because the act itself is jarring to me, but uh-huh. 
I feel like if I maybe knew a little bit about wine, I would be more interested, but I'm still probably, you know. And as someone who has proclaimed to not have an asshole, I know this is also something for you that's brand new. (laughs) The idea of (laughs) someone being able (laughs) to have an orifice use the store goodies. Can't even imagine it, honestly. What the the last part of this also is concerning. Twenty four hours later, I ain't found none yet. Um, so now just, that doesn't even make any sense to me. It's like not only did you store it in your ass, but then maybe were you just like f- aggressively fisting it the entire time and pushing it up further and further, where it just I don't like this at all. I'm like literally so <laughs> freaked out by this. So. What I'm hearing is it's maybe safe to say it's a no, but would you... It's extremely safe for you to say that, yeah. Okay, but would you want to kiss slash date this person, go on a date, one, for the story, or two, no. to find jelly beans? No, I don't you, even do like you, jelly beans, so it's fine. Okay, I'm, but, I'm, uh, I'm okay. I've actually never been better <laughs> to never have dated this person, so... Um, He's going to get a little X for me. Okay, but the next, the next bus... He's going to get a, a Swift next. A Swift, yeah, a yes. Swift next. Um, I already imagined him like walking off the next bus, and that mm-hmm. little panel, the first thing is just like, I currently have a bag <laughs> of have, like, jelly fun beans <laughs> lodging my ass. Oh, God. And the person's just what like, What a perfect you know, show. Honestly, let's bring that, Room Raiders, back. The classics. We put it together. The last person on the next bus turns into the Room Raider van, takes, <gasps> takes the date person to the room, Two for one could be interesting. The blacklight special, blacklight special. <laughs> which was every Raiders. <laughs> it's like oh god, can't believe I watched that. I was like eleven years old. Yeah, and we were just completely fine with seeing cum stained walls. Oh my god! <laughs> and I was just like just a pure innocent sticky angel. Sticky sock drawers. Ugh. Just MTV. Over. MTV was giving us some some good stuff. Content for sure. Now, at this point, I don't know what's going on there anymore, but um. I don't watch um, cable television. <laughs> I exclusively stream. <laughs> I hate it. I hate everything about it. Um, if you're a nurse and you want a project and maybe a fun date, maybe you go out with this guy. Yeah. If I was girl. a nurse, maybe I'd be like, I have some medical questions for you. Yes. But um, I'm actually what? not a nurse, no. so I'm going to. And we're going to dive into what you are in our next segment. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay. Which um, we're going to... We're going into it now? We're going to just go in? Well, no, no, we're not going to go in. Oh, well, it's like... No, we have... No, this is a commercial break. Uh, okay. First. So, um, this episode is sponsored by... Um, oh, Cadbury. The entire company that is Cadbury. The chocolate. Um, I think they're British, maybe? They might be. Um, and you do know what my greatest dream is? Is to be an heiress to a chocolate fortune. Preferably the Ferrero Rochers oh. of Italy, which I have done my research. So there is an eligible batch? There? Um, He is an older man. Okay. But yeah. I mean, the older the better. You just. Not, not no. You want to be like one. But like, they own all, like, a lot of chocolate. Huh. Like, most of the chocolate in the world. Like, they're billionaires. I'm trying to, like, <laughs> I really. I like the idea of this. It could be fun. For you. I do too. Also for me. As my friend. As your friend. Mm-hmm. Yes. Just tagging along on, tagging my, along. on my fame. Yeah. Which I'm tagging along on someone else. Just yes. like a little chain. A little chain. Mm-hmm. Just like a little human centipede of 
<laughs> financial <laughs> stability. <laughs> I'm here for it. Um, cause I just, I don't feel like it, there's like, like the American equivalent would be Hershey's. And they just they just sound like bow wow human beings that I would not be. I don't interested know anything in. about the Hershey family. I just don't think I know what I'm gonna research tonight, and that's chocolate airs. Chocolate airs. <laughs> chocolate airs. And how to become one. <laughs> <laughs> well, because Willy Wonka is my favorite movie. Aww. And like it is my literal dream in life to have my own chocolate factory. And, and I don't um, work it or, like, do anything <laughs> there, but I just, I do own it. You do own it. And yeah. You have the help for it. Yes. But, I have so many Oompa Loompas. Aw, but she will pay a living wage. I, oh, of course. Of course. Oh, of course. Here, here in this house? Yes. In my in this factory? House, workers' rights. Workers. They can even unionize. I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, if you are um, in the chocolate <laughs> industry... And you're single, and, well, maybe not? Into throuples? <laughs> Absolutely not. This body? No. Well, you know, give us a call. Hit us do, with, do you have a phone number I, I, have, a, I have a landline, actually, <laughs> for the pod. Um, and, uh, Feel free to send me a DM at the Diva Lens. Mm-hmm. On Insta. And uh, let's get this... Let's, let's get this conversation sh- open, you know? Yeah. So I want to I want to have open conversation, mm-hmm. and uh, we're gonna. I feel good about this. Thank you. So um, yeah, now we're gonna move on to the next segment. So uh, be right back. All right, welcome back. It's it sounds weird to say welcome back when literally it was like two seconds of a jingle and then we're here. Um, but, uh, we're jumping into the entree of the pod and we dive deep into, um, just whatever, but we're going to start first with how we met. Oh, cute. Are we cute? Oh my goodness. (laughs) I regret everything. (laughs) This is where the podcast ends. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so... First, actually, yeah, no, let's, how did we get connected? Actually, wait, I remember, everything's coming back to me. Yeah, let's hear it. But, because I do want to get your impression of me. So, I was connected with Lindsay through mutual friends, and I was looking for a graphic designer for um, a logo for my blog, idea at the time that I had, <laughs> which three years later, still Glowing nothing has happened, but it's fine. Um, and I was connected to you and mm-hmm. I emailed you and I feel like in my emails, I was like fun and like kind of professional, but also trying to be relatable. I don't know. I feel like you were normal. Can we find the email? Can we? Maybe. I mean, we I feel like you were normal and um, fun. Okay, I like to think so. I don't, and I actually I don't even remember which email I emailed you through. But we're gonna. We'll, we're, oh my god! Oh, did you find it already? <laughs> How did I find it? Yes, uh, I oh found my, it. Okay, wait. What did July? Uh huh. July seventeenth, two thousand seventeen. Oh my gosh! That was yeah, three years ago. First of all, proud of me. Was um, I? 
Okay, do you want me to read what you said to me? Okay, was, is this a long email? It's like... Or maybe give us the highlights. It's really <laughs> sweet. Oh, okay, okay, okay. What did I you say? Said, just so people you know. were just like, sorry for taking so long to reach out. Because I guess, okay, so you messaged me on Instagram first. Oh, okay. You said, I'm so excited to be able to work together. Um, Karen raved about you and had no other recommendations. Um, here's the tricky part. I don't really have any idea what, I'm, what I want to oh, do. Oh, yes. <laughs> this sounds and like me. that is very true and, and still is to this still day. Still is to this day. But my yeah. favorite thing about you. If there's anything about branding me is I constantly, never. I, just constantly changing and never doing what you want. Exactly. Never really settling on a firm <laughs> idea. But this oh, is the beauty so of ago. having Lindsay on your team is that where you have no direction, she does. <laughs> this girl, this girl knows direction. She does. So Lindsay, what do you do? What do I do? Yes. Um, I am a designer mm-hmm. in the graphic sense, I guess. Yes. Um, that's my day job. And what's your night job? And my night, <laughs> also my night job, oh. constantly working. Um, yeah, I'm a designer. I worked in advertising and now I'm at a little branding studio. I'm doing packaging and all that good stuff. Crazy. Um, yeah. We love these things. Just punching punching keys on the computer all day. That's all that's all she does. Picking colors, typography, you know. Oh, we love you know the designer things, but <laughs> everyone's it like, is who typography. I am, it is what I do. <laughs> Google's immediately. <laughs> what is that? When people are like, What is a spot? I'm like, mm, you mean the type. Oh <laughs> I'm like the most annoying person to go eat with because I just talk about the design all the time. But it's fun. We but learn. Fun. We cute. love to learn. I'm here to we live to learn. <laughs> so you, um, fun fun little story is how you came to LA. What brought you to LA? Oh my gosh. Share with us a little. Are you allowed to? Is can this information be disclosed now that we have? I, yeah, it can be disclosed. It's truly funny, I guess. Now thinking about it, but um, I moved to Los Angeles uh-huh. for. A very strange job <laughs> that I actually, they couldn't tell me what the job technically was because Good, which is what um, you want. of all the NDAs, but you know me, I did a little Googling, I kind of figured it out. But For those who don't know and who aren't industry related, mm-hmm. can you tell us what an NDA is? An NDA is that, what does it even stand for? A non-disclosure act, agreement. agreement, whatever. Oh um, well. I obviously didn't read it. <laughs> <laughs> um... Basically, it's like this is a secret until it's published or released or, you know, yes. it's public knowledge. And so you can't really say anything about it. So, um, but it was a little comedy project that some people had started and it was being funded by someone. They couldn't tell me who. <laughs> and they needed a designer. And I really wanted to get out of advertising. I was at an agency at the time and I loved it, but I just was like, this isn't a long-term thing. Um, and then I found out that it was um, <laughs> being funded by Elon Musk. Which mm-hmm. I think we, I think we all heard. I think you, you might've heard of him. Yeah. Um, and the people I talked to at the job seemed really cool. And like, they were all from, you know, a very respectable funny place and so I was just like okay this seems like something I would regret if I didn't try and so and listen I never mind how your life wanted to move to Los Angeles like New York was 
Yes. Was for me. But I was just like, oh, I guess I'll go. So I moved to L.A. for this job. I didn't even know what the project was, which is truly baffling to me now that I just was like, okay, here we go. But you um, hear Elon and you know yeah, that. It's like trusted people in comedy and then obviously money there's, there's money well. that's being funded. So it must be a good project. And I mean, I knew like the general Not you, not even really, actually. So so yeah, I moved to LA and started this very random job, and it was so much fun and very strange and weird and I don't know. It was a lot of things. It was was a lot of things. But ultimately, met some great people. I met so many great people. I got to work on some fun things that never saw the light of day, which is. You know, that whatever. That's out. life. Yep. <laughs> That's life. Um, and now I'm in LA and I'm like the happiest ever being here. So it's kind of a win-win. So That's... in all these um fun victories that we've been having, <laughs> we've seen also some uh real shitty <laughs> <laughs> little situations. Um in, my in little, the world. In the world. So I think the world is doing fine right now, honey. I don't know about you. <clears throat> Okay, so you can't see her, um, but Lindsay is, in fact... <laughs> Joking. And a woman of color. That's me. Um, and if you don't know me, I am a man of color. Look We're at just, just color, color all around. Color, color. And if you haven't listened to the news at all, or if you're ignorant... Um, <laughs> There's racism. So have you heard? Have you heard? Have you heard the word? And for us being creatives, um, I wanted to kind of dive into mm. what we've been experiencing as people of color in the industry, being in LA, uh, and then we're kind of reflecting on how it's been looking for like the rest of the country, especially as we're approaching. Uh, the election mm-hmm. in November. So for you, how has it been in, you know, cause you, you, you moved out here for, you know, for a project that was maybe not successful in how it like I'm releasing a product, like a final product, mm-hmm. but it was a very, um, a well-paid, like very like, good resume building project that you were able to be a part of, um, which then kind of helped you propel further into like freelance work and now the agency that you're with. How have you seen who you are being both a woman and a person of color in this industry? Mm -hmm. How have you seen it with everyone else? Like your friends who are also in the same realm uh, of backgrounds who are trying to pursue just the creative arts in this industry? That's a great question. <laughs> it's a lot. You mean like how? What has just been your, I guess, perspective and your experience in it? Yes. Yeah. That's, I mean, I will say that all of my bosses have been white men mm-hmm. and even the people below them and then below them also white men. With like maybe a, a sprinkle of a white woman oh, <laughs> somewhere yes. in between, you know. But um, yeah, I guess actually all my bosses have been have been men. So it 
is interesting because I have been the only black person at every single one of my jobs except for one. Mm -hmm. And even then I was like, I think the second black hire and I hired like two more black people after me. And, and we were always like, are you guys just, you realize you're lacking something, right? which is kind of a tough thing I think about. Cause it's like one, you have to recognize that maybe you're not as diverse as you should be, mm-hmm. but then it's like, Oh, we're going to backload. <laughs> like we're going to, now we're going to hire all these black people. And that's what that situation kind of felt like a little bit. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It, it is kind of hard. Cause I, yeah. I have been thinking lately. I'm like, where do I go from here? Yeah. Like I feel, I mean, I am new in my career, but it's kind of hard to imagine where it's going to go when I don't see anybody that looks like me in places that I hope to be one day. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just, it's tricky and it's, it's hard because you see a lot of the same stuff out there because it's the same type of person designing it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like creative agencies would benefit from having people of color and women and just people with different life experiences in higher positions just because I think differently. I design differently. The way I work is different. And I think that makes for more, not interesting work, but a different type of work yeah. at least. Um so I don't know. And it's, and then it's also hard because there's so much turmoil right now. And it's been really, really hard for me to do my job mm-hmm. over the past six months. <laughs> and like having to still having to go to work, you right. know, yes. and have these, my, my bosses have been really great and have been trying to, you know, like understand and have been there for me. And, but it's, at the same time, they're never going to get it. Mm-hmm. So it's this weird dynamic of of being employed by someone who has interests, your best interests, but like. Not the full understanding. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah. But it's, can, can they ever understand? Mm-hmm. No. But I do appreciate that most people or people I like to keep close to me are trying. Yes. I think that's all that we can really ask. Agreed. And in this current state that we're in, especially with like turmoil, yeah, just on <laughs> distress, full dumpster fire. Um, how you you were mentioning how uh, how hard it was, like kind of like diving into work when mm-hmm. you're kind of surrounded by this news and like the media is constantly like every day feels like it's a new thing. Yeah. A new person that is being murdered yeah. in these streets um, or a new law that has been redacted. That means Take right. Back. Take yeah, it back. Well, correct. look at me. Oh, okay. Guys, okay uh, should I be a police <laughs> major? Should I go back to college? God. Uh, could never, would never, Please will don't. never. Um, but how uh, how have you been personally kind of like coping or like pushing yourself to one be able to in like take in that information but then also like process and like move forward yeah i mean not to lie to you i don't think i'm doing great <laughs> um i am getting better i guess at it which is like kind of unfortunate but mm-hmm. um just like trying to survive <laughs> a little bit yeah 
Um, it is really hard because it's like you hear all of this news and I'm someone who likes to be really informed regardless. Like I've always been very into politics and the news and whatnot. So it's hard for me to like turn that off. But most days I do think that would be healthiest for me is to just not that I it's like I know what's going on. This isn't yeah. a surprise to me because like right. I've experienced racism my whole life. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for everyone else to be just now coming to this conclusion and mm-hmm. wanting to talk about it all the time because it's so exhausting for me. Mm-hmm. And it's this weird pull of like, I want to move the conversation forward and help people. Mm-hmm. Um, but also at sometimes it feels like it's, it takes a lot out of me as well. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm just learning my boundaries and cause sometimes I do. I'm like, I love to talk about it. I am passionate about it. It is my life. Like yes. this is who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I'm also getting more comfortable just being like, actually can't talk about this right now. Like, let's talk about Love Island, you know? (laughs) Like, I sometimes I just know that it's going to make me make me upset or Mm -hmm. feel worse than I am. And sometimes it's going to make me feel better. So it's just I'm learning how to, like, check in with my feelings of where I'm at and then moving forward. Mm -hmm. And then it's, like, COVID on top of all that because normally I could just, you know, go do something I would like to do, go to a concert, go out with friends, you know, but Mm -hmm. it's like, "Mm." actually you have to sit in your room by yourself and think about these things. So kind of the perfect storm of sadness, but (laughs) it is good to know that everyone's kind of going through it. Mm -hmm. And it's not just me. Yeah, It's like, I am alone because I'm in my room by myself, but But so is everybody else. So is everybody else for sure. When, so you, you were mentioned, you were mentioning that like you've dealt with, racism your whole life yeah, babe. and sing, <laughs> um, which, uh, I've been having conversations with, uh, friends or like kind of like close ish acquaintances about it because I think, spe- I think with, with us, there is, because we are, I would say we're very, um, uh, extroverted in how we are able to like, befriend a very like a very diverse group of people and so i think within that i think people see our social abilities as a way of being like you must have never experienced racism like there's no way because like look how outgoing you are like look how like quote-unquote happy you are and how you're able to make so many friends like you must have never experienced something that like racism that would have held you back or would have kept you in like one lane that you would only associate yourself with yeah. this, this and this. We're both good at adapting in different mm-hmm. atmospheres, I would say. What would you say? Cause there's this term microaggressions that, oh. <laughs> um, cause I have for sure for me, like an example, but I want to know from you, what is, what are examples or uh, microaggressions that you have dealt with? Um, I, let's, let's stick within this time period. Like now as like a professional in the, in in the industry, um, what would you say, or what are some microaggressions that have come up in, you know, your daily life that maybe people don't think about because once again, it's like when it's micro, it's like, it's something that subconsciously kind of just slips out. People don't want to do like a double take to be like, Oh, that couldn't have been racist i didn't mean it that way or like you're this kind of person so you you shouldn't take it that way you should know me and you know but what would you say an example 
example. <laughs> You're like, the list goes on. The list and does go on. Take out my Santa's naughty list of <laughs> phrases <laughs> in my life. Well, I will say I am, I am mixed, and mm-hmm. so I am I am a light skin, as um, they say. Mm-hmm. And so I do get a lot of um, people in the workplace asking me what I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, everyone's always very curious. They like to guess. I like to guess my ethnicity. We love to guess. Um, and it's like, does it, does it matter? You know? Yeah. And it's like, mm, please stop. Please don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have noticed, and this has been like, I would say over the past few months, I got braids, mm-hmm. um, changed up my hairstyle, and I got a lot of um, just like, oh, I almost didn't recognize you. You know, like kind of, hmm. kind of things, which is just like, Maybe you didn't mean that in a mean way, but right. it feels, it just feels weird. Yeah. And like a little racist. Mm-hmm. So that's something recently I've been, I've been getting. And I, I would say my most common one is like, what are you? Mm-hmm. What are you? And that is, which is interesting because I don't think any, like, like you said, like someone complimenting in their mind, a compliment of like, oh, I didn't recognize you. And their mind is saying, like, your hair is different. So, but it's like, hey, but it's like, like hey, love your hair. Yeah, you exactly. Know? <laughs> like, there are so many routes to Because <laughs> it's like, that doesn't feel like you like it or you're, I don't know. It's like you're just making a comment on something that I can do as a black woman mm-hmm. that is different or like weird to you. Mm-hmm. You know? For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. Something that uh, I want to know if you can relate to me on this, and this is um, a point that I have feel like I've been making a lot these past couple of months, especially that I have gotten a very similar response to a lot of my white friends that I've (laughs) brought it up to, but um, it is the idea of uh, white voice. Mm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You don't sound black. Mm-hmm. I was like, you don't sound Hispanic. Okay. You don't sound a, you don't sound Latin American. Well, I was like, I was like, I don't know what. What does that mean? What, what, does, what does that, that mean? What does that actually Go mean? Ahead. That's what we should ask them. What do you mean? Yep. Because it's like when I was younger, mm-hmm. or when I was in high school and stuff, I got that all the time, mm-hmm. all the time, all the time, and I used to. Take it as a, they, they say it in a way that's a compliment, you know? And so you're it's just always, like, yes. I was so, my brain was so trained to be like, this is right. And it is white and it is going to make me excel. But mm-hmm. it's like, no, that's just, you're being racist. Yes. You know? Uh huh. Because it's their way of saying, you sound more approachable to me. Yeah. Someone that I feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Because then what they're also kind of saying is like, Oh, you don't sound like what my stereotype of like a black person or Hispanic person yeah. or an Asian person should sound Which like. Which is someone that they're at the end of the day fearful of. A hundred percent. Because they just don't know them. They don't, yeah. And for me, it's like I actually have, like you said, like kind of growing up. Well, for me, it was like I grew up and I had to take ESL classes mm-hmm. for um, kindergarten to like first grade um, because my family only spoke to me in Spanish at home. And so I wasn't like learning as quickly in school and like, it was very hard for me growing up, but ultimately um, after my parents had my 
middle brother. Mm -hmm. Then they were like, okay, well, let's speak to him in English when we can at home. So he doesn't have as much difficulty as like I have. But I am at the end of the day, very happy that I was able to get both. Yeah. It was definitely a, a little bit harder, but in, in that transition from having to take ESL classes to then like developing my English, um, speaking skills and everything, I noticed that I was then forcing a different tone of voice when I was speaking to white people Mm -hmm. because my teachers were white and they were, so they were the ones telling me like, this is how you speak. And so I was kind of like, it it was this like weird kind of thing. And I just realized it it stuck with me my entire life. So even like as of recently, like I have always felt like when I am interviewing like for jobs, if the manager, the hiring um, representative or whatever is white, I change my demeanor. Mm-hmm. I feel this almost innate necessity to be like, change how you speak, change your tone, like change as many change things as you can yeah. so that you seem the most just like I mentioned, just like approachable to mm-hmm. them, but approachable mostly meaning like as white as presenting white yes. as, for them to feel comfortable enough to be like, you're a good candidate because you don't yeah. seem like you're going to be a problem, which yeah. unfortunately we see in media, we see in movies, we see in, you know, interviews of people of color. They're just like, Oh, I'm deemed as, you know, the sassy black woman, mm-hmm. or I'm deemed as the like, you know, quote unquote, like super like hardworking, Hispanic person that would be willing to do everything for like dirt cheap and will just like kind of like keep my my head down, just do whatever I'm told, Uh, kind of like very like slave-esque terms um, for immigrants, essentially. They're just like, they'll do it for this amount so we can take advantage of them. And it's just like, okay, so I'm going to be deemed either a pushover completely or I'm going to be deemed as too difficult. I'm going to be deemed as this and this. So in my mind, it's like, I have to do what I can to formulate a brand new persona to present to these people that essentially is white and right to them. And talking to a lot of my friends about this, they were all very shocked. They're just like, we had no idea. We didn't know. Isn't that so crazy? Like, (laughs) (laughs) It's like, but I mean, not that they're wrong for not knowing because how, I mean, well, because like, around my friends also, it's like, yeah, I'm going to act like me. Yeah. So they don't see me and how I have to, like, who I am. Like, they're not following me into the interview space mm-hmm. to see how my demeanor completely changes. You know, yeah. they're not seeing me in, like, hot, like, always professional, like, capacities. Professional where I have change. It's, he look, he's, he's looking white as can be. <laughs> he's good at his job, but... And me, I stay booked. <laughs> booked and busy. Um, but my talents and my professionalism are all based off actually like my culture and who I am and who my dad raised me to be yeah. and my mom raised me to be. And not, and my, but my foot in the door had to be what white America wanted from me, you know? And so, which is such a hard, like, you know what? The Oscar goes to every person of color that goes into an interview and yeah. fakes their entire persona yeah to seem um presentable enough to get the job that is the award season of oh, i miss awards season but <laughs> so, i will say i do feel like hopeful i actually had we had 
a call with one of our clients and they're very passionate about being seen as a, a progressive. They're like, we're progressive people and we want that to come across mm-hmm. in our design as well. And like, I'm not like, I'm just a designer, you know, I'm sitting on the call. My, my mic is muted and not talking. And then the client was like, my bosses are men. Everyone high up is a man. And they asked me, they're like, we want to hear from you. Like, like what, like your thoughts and like what you will bring to the table, like as a designer who is a woman. And I was just like, well, one, I was like, oh my God, I literally blacked out. I was like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I'm like, oh God, what am I going to say? I was like, that feels like a really hard and scary question to answer. But then I was thinking about it and I was like, everything I design mm-hmm. is for me. Yeah. And I am a woman. I'm a yeah. woman of color. Yes. I can't design as somebody else. Like it is inherently who I am. So mm-hmm. what you're getting is going to, it, like, it's from a black woman, yeah. you know? Yeah. It doesn't have to look a certain way or feel a certain way. Like, it is progressive because it is for me. Yes. And, like, that's the only way I know how to design. Mm. I can never design as a white man because yeah. I'm not one, you yeah. know? So I was, like, one, really hopeful that, you know, an older client was, like, really passionate and had asked me, like, you know, <clears throat> he was he was excited to have me, like, on the team. And it, that felt really nice that, mm-hmm. like, maybe people's thought processes are switching. Don't you think it's weird that your maybe initial response, because I've had this response as well, when people have, you know, in a, in a group kind of sought after my professional opinion on something, but it sucks that maybe like a very, even if it's like very brief, that an initial response to being asked for our opinion is to be scared oh, because ter- we're, it's not normalized. I'm terrified. To, and you know, I have a lot of opinions. Oh, I have oh, thoughts. I'm, oh no, I'm aware. And thoughts from a thought. <laughs> thoughts from and, a thought. Uh, <laughs> but I have such a hard time advocating for myself in mm-hmm. like a professional way. Well, I guess in a lot of ways too. Yeah. Even with my friends, like you know, I've had a hard conversations with friends that like maybe didn't go the way I wanted to over the yeah. past few months, and like I just have found myself maybe not being able to fully convey who I am or what it means or, you know, like I, cause I, I don't want people to be mad at me. I don't want them to not hire me or think differently of me because I have a passionate response or it's not even passionate. Like it's my life. So I don't know. I always, I'm trying to get better at it, but it is, it is hard when you're so conditioned to Mm -hmm. um, go with, the flow and not disrupt anything yeah you know? which we have been our entire lives essentially which sucks i'm a disruptor of culture actually oh my gosh. i'm gonna change the title of my business card <laughs> so i am the atomic bomb <laughs> in the office um no and we're proud of you for it thank you so much um so to then wrap this up into a more hopeful kind of um I guess just shift on the topic. What is then moving forward as a designer in the space, as a creative, um, what is the, the dream in terms of what, what do you want to see change, which I know we've already discussed so much about, but kind of confirming what you want to see change and what are the types of things that you personally as a designer want to get involved in? Ooh. 
Okay, I guess maybe my answers go hand in hand because mm-hmm. what I do want to see is more black women in the design industry have leading roles. Mm-hmm. And I myself like has always been my dream to have my own studio. Um, and so, yeah, I guess I just, I would like to be able to be that person, mm-hmm. you know, for other people. One, because I think I'd be a great boss. <laughs> and two, because it's like, I could take on projects that I, not that I don't care about the projects I'm on, but you know, I, I have different interests and I know different types of people. And yes. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of people who are underserved, who aren't rich white men who have money to dwell out. So, um, yeah, I hope more black women and people of color in general, um, get to lead and hopefully I get to be that person one day Yeah, in a cute, cute, cute little studio. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Although yes, if you ever have tell them, tell the, listeners. the absolute pledge to visit, um, <laughs> I knew it. Um, she does, she does have the eye for design in many respects. And so, home decor, fashion. Oh, well, <laughs> the list goes on. Yeah, for sure. No, but please come over. I love to host whoever you are out there. <laughs> but like, once again, at the Diva Lens. Yes, but I'll make you dinner. Send a headshot and like a brief. Yeah, 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 yeah. Background we'll background checks for sure, but if you pass, you're more than welcome to come more over. More than welcome and get tested. <laughs> COVID. COVID oh. carefree, JK. STDs, but also COVID. Oh. <laughs> so make sure your dirty sneakers are just, just crawling take into all the tests, please. <laughs> um, but that is really important, and I, I think it's very much honestly. I think about, and this is more personal to us, but like our friend group, mm-hmm. um, kind of looking at it, we're a very diverse group. We're um, so ethnic. We're so VV ethnic. Love this for us, <laughs> but we. Um, it's so easy for people to say like, I want to be a part of like the change and I want to be a part of making a difference when it comes to like diversity and representation in whatever industry they want to, they're in. But then you look at their group of friends or you look at the people that they're working with or they're hiring or they're mm-hmm. like collaborating with and they, it just, it's all the same person yeah. still. So I was like, okay, how do you expect to enact change when you can't even do it in your own life yeah. you know in your own friend group um and i just i saw a tweet i think it was yesterday but it was like if beyonce can find 24 black, <laughs> black trombones like, yeah. and but like like a major corporation can't yeah, even find like, there are no one. good black accountants and i'm yeah. like sir i'm just like no there is there is but there's you, gotta be one <laughs> you've also done yourself a disservice by surrounding yourself in your daily life only by the same type of people that look like you. Yeah. So you're not even, even like there's it's no not scope. A possibility to exactly. You. It doesn't feel like it's something that you can accomplish. But I look at our friend group and it's very exciting because it's like, I feel like we also do a really good job of helping one another. So it's like the same mentality that we already have mm-hmm. in the, of like the future and thinking of like studios we want to start projects we want to work on people we want to collaborate with um it's it's a very diverse mentality and we're already doing that with just the people that we're surrounding ourselves with on a day-to-day basis and i think that in itself it's so 
powerful and so telling of like the heart of like who a person is and the kind of change they actually want to see. Um, so everyone be on the lookout. That's the, the diva. Lives. Be the change you wish to see in the world. A quote I came up with. Okay. <laughs> Ruby car over here. Ruby. Oh, Ruby. That's me. That's- <laughs> Ew. Listen, someone's got to do it. Ruby has been out here, though. She's She's tired of writing poems. I'll take over. I know. But what you guys don't know, she actually wrote WAP for Cardi B. My my Ruby car. (laughs) Her best work yet. Her best work yet. (laughs) I'm really proud of her for it. Um, But, uh, yeah, everyone just stay tuned. Listen, I didn't even know about the studio thing. (laughs) (laughs) My dream. It's my dream of life. We have... Just every week has been sneak peeks into the future, into dreams, goals. I think this podcast is going to launch careers. Careers. <laughs> David hears about one of my dreams, and he's now <laughs> taking credit for launching my career. I feel good about it, and also would like ten percent stake. I know we just talked about bringing our friends with us along um, for our for our <laughs> highs, but I think I might leave you behind. Oh, JK, babe. You're with me. You're stuck. You're st- this body? <laughs> stuck. 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 Oh. <laughs> Were we singing different songs? I was thinking Were of... Were singing Bodies by... By M-U-N-A? How do we... Do we know how to pronounce that? M- Muna? Muna. M- Muna or Muna? Muna. La Luna? Mu- Ramona. We'll never know. I'm sure we can find out, but that's okay. Equiso, Equiso, Gossip Squirrel. <laughs> cheese, Cheese girl. Equiso, Equiso, Cheese Oh my gosh. <laughs> Au revoir. Um... Yeah, th- thanks so much for uh, chatting with us. Is it over? Well, no, no, there's one more segment. I know, I was like, I'm looking forward to the last segment. I know. I know it's coming because I listen to the other podcasts. A fan, everyone. Okay, wrap this one we, up. We stand a fan. We stand a fan. I'll be quiet now. <laughs> All right, so we have made it to the end of yet another proud of us podcast <laughs> thank you. Mm, proud of mm, me <laughs> and me as well yeah but this is your first one this is my fourth one okay you're barely beating me this <laughs> screaming i'm also a guest so okay. be nice <laughs> moving on this is the little desi's the dessert Yum. desserts um, and it is my favorite section because we end on a bad note on this podcast. <laughs> in, in this house. In this house, bad news lasts. Bad news lasts always. So, uh, we're going to play, that's not a game. This is kind of a game. <laughs> yeah, kind of, could be fun. Is the thing that can suck my ass this week. And this is when we talk about whatever has been bothering us, annoying us, or something that we are absolutely hating this week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, at the Divalins, what can suck your ass? Okay, this? David. Okay. You know what can suck my ass this week? <laughs> it's a little silly, but it's actually very important to me. Okay. Daylight savings can suck my ass. <laughs> because normally the sun has been setting at 8 p.m. because it's summer and it's beautiful and the sun should be out as long as it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Guess what time the sunset today as we're approaching daylight savings? Um, earlier. Earlier. <laughs> much earlier. Like 6.45 vibes. And I don't know if you guys know this, but we're in Los Angeles and once daylight savings officially hits, we're talking 4.45 sunset. Yeah. I go straight into sad mode because what? 
that sucks. It sucks, and I'm mad about it. It can suck my ass. Because here in L.A., we love the day moon. As she I do love the day moon. The day but moon. it's like, it's not fun for it to be dark and it's 5 p.m. Because then I'm like, okay, I'm going to make some soup and go to bed. Like, I just feel sad and, like, old and, like, not fun. You know? Yikes. Okay. It sounds like you have a slightly, like, codependent. With the sun? Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit? Yes. A little unhealthy. I'm obsessed with the sun. Everybody knows this. No, we are fully aware. For the listeners, I love the sun. She live, laugh, loves loves the the sun. sun. I do. Her skin? It provides me nourishment. It is light. My skin is glowing. Gleaming. Gleaming. The skin is gleaming. So I'm just sad because then it's just gone. You get out of work and it's like pitch black outside that's the worst because it just feels like the end of the day you know right but it's like i have more hours but i feel like they're taken from me and do we need it do we need daylight savings can't we just not have it can't the sunset at 8 8 45 even these are just my thoughts <laughs> which like, are correct but oh. um it's like you so have that's where i'm at you should write mother nature Center it's not even mother we're the one changing the clocks America. Oh. Fur. <laughs> America Fur. Oh, I hope she's well. Oh, Ugly Betty. I love her. Oh my god, Ugly Betty was so good. She's in Superstore now. I love her in it. I never watched Superstore. Oh. So she heard the Chog Pants? Ooh. Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to watch that tonight. I'm excited. It's a good um, movie. Yeah. Oh, I need to watch. What's the, the first movie, big movie she did? Real Women Have Curves. Have you seen that? No. When that was her first no her first it? movie was Sister of the Chocolate Pants. No. I'm sure of it. No, hundred mm-hmm. percent it was not. Mm-hmm. Don't look it up, but I'm pretty sure that's America, <laughs> phone in. Um, let us know what was your first movie. It yeah, was... go ahead and call that hotline that David has. Actually, it's gotta kick it up. For sure it was gotta kick it up. <laughs> oh yeah, it's definitely gotta kick it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Si se puede. Um the main girl, Daisy, oh, is that yeah. her, her name in the She's like been killing it. I just had not seen her. I don't know, but she's that, been doing the song, shows. The song they do, you know, the little montage when they're like, we're bad, but then they're getting better. And it's like, it's their final song. And it's like the one they dance to. The dance, like, huh. like it literally lives in my brain. Hey, right hey, hey. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. You know which one I'm talking I about? I do. I can. I don't even hear. know the words to even like, even attempt to sing on the mic, which is my dream, but. Oh. I and the words do, I, I can tell you right now, listeners, are not the problem when it comes to the <laughs> David doesn't seem a bad singer, and I am, and I do know that, but I love to just sing along. She does. Anyways, beautiful song in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I think about it a lot because it just gives me energized. Yep. Okay. Your turn. <laughs> well, the thing that can suck my ass this week, and I've been actually, it's been really slipping my booty hole for the last oh, God. <laughs> like couple months actually since I've been fully engaged in um the real housewives of Beverly Hills. Um excited for this. So I have this is my first time ever watching it and I've fully binged all current I think there's like ten seasons of it. Um and I, as I, this pattern kept showing up and it kept bothering me the more I was watching it. Um, these bitches don't finish their food, but they eat at a lot. <laughs> They're at a lot of restaurants with a lot, a lot of full plates. With a lot of full plates. There are a lot of meals. R.I.P. R- R- every meal. You know they at, don't eat. 
I I know, but they I'm hungry. they sure talk <laughs> they talk about eating a lot. Well, they can't eat their food because they're busy throwing it at each other and <laughs> screaming. I know, and I dinners get it. dinners are for fights. Dinner dinner is just a problem. Not to eat. Yeah, food, food is for is a problem. It's the best way to gather for extreme drama. Yes, and that's why we watch. So it is, but it, can, it sounds like something you need to get over. <laughs> I or we just find out where they're filming, and then we just take the leftovers. Listen, I will be that <laughs> dirty groundhog that just like as we come with our tower containers, <laughs> just fill up real quick. Yeah, and then just like. Just no, just a full tablecloth. You fold up, mm-hmm. tie a dip, tie a <laughs> stick, and I just uh, on to the next one. What's that? Who's that one? Um, I know you're the cartoon. I Tom Sawyer my way out. Is was he oh, someone who did that? Maybe or Lenny Kravitz? No, Lenny. Uh, the, Lenny the big Kravitz, the big guy who kills bunnies from uh, Mice and Men. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wasn't his name Lenny? I've never read that book. Oh. Or- is it a movie? Is it both, it's right? for sure a book. Oh, God. John I'm Steinbeck? So smart. Listen, we didn't have to read that in school. Listen, I super dropped out. So you know what I read? Sister to the Child and Pants. Oh, um, got it, got it, got it, got it. Also, I did not read. Beautiful novel. <laughs> wow. How our brains really swapped. At the, end, at the end here, yeah. yeah. You were pers- I was coming off like a really good and smart. Yes. Really, and then I yeah. just lost you. And you I think you lost a lot of the listeners. Um, but you know well, what? They have my Instagram, so that's all that really matters. They do. You're a graphic designer. Are you going to ask me if I wanted to plug anything? Is not people do a podcast? <laughs> I think we have plugged <laughs> at the Diva Lens so much. <laughs> um, but I wish you- I had a book coming out or something. <laughs> I don't, but you can follow me at the Diva List. Mm-hmm. Do you have like you have like a like a website with your work? Yeah, www.lindsaywillis.com. Lindsay with an A or an E? Oh my god, with with an E, and it is my pet peeve if you spell it wrong. If your name is Lindsay with an A, that's totally fine. Nothing against you, but I personally just don't like it when people spell my name wrong. <laughs> something you, you should know? know about Lindsay. Something you should know about me. <laughs> Just a little something that I'll leave you guys with. I well, I heard that like Lindsay with an A is Lindsay. It's mostly used as a last name, like a I think an Irish last oh. name. Um, I'm Irish. What if my name was Lindsay Lindsay? Wow. Lindsay E Y last name Lindsay A Y. Huh. Lindsay Lindsay. That's actually kind of fun. Should we do twenty three of me? I've already done it. Oh. I want to do it, and I want to... Well, I did, I did Ancestry, actually. Mm. So the government does have my DNA. <laughs> I think about that often. About how you belong to Russia now? Yeah. <laughs> There's a clone of me out there, for sure. I, I Metchie rocks. <laughs> Metchie's pretty cool. I've always wanted to be a twin. Ugh, now I'm rambling. Oh, but same. It was, Can uh, you imagine? I was about to get really dark because I have a dark story about it, but I'm not going to. Whoa. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about off pod. Off pod. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. All right. Okay. So thanks again, Lindsay, thanks for for, uh, me, babe. for doing this. And, Love you. Of um, course. <laughs> We're the best. We'll never know. We'll never know. Ekiso, ekiso. Cheese, my girl. See you guys.